welcome to today's episode of the Outlook by Brooke. Now, Trump's big announcement was, I think for a lot of people, not very shocking. I think we're all hoping for something maybe a little different, but definitely we will take the announcement that we are given um, with great joy. Now, I want to cover a little bit of this, and then there's a few world events we'll talk about, but it's really had a different feel to it. It kind of felt like he was picking up where he left off from the rallies in some senses, but to start off, the way that he spoke, his demeanor was uh, not as energetic as normal, and obviously it built over the course of the evening. And obviously he announced his presidential campaign for 2024, which some people may feel like is his version of conceding, but it is not. Uh, In fact, there's some legalities about if he hasn't been in, in the rightful seat as president for two years, um, then he could finish Joe Biden's term and still um, have a 2024 campaign win in all four years. So let's keep that in mind. And some of you may also take it as, um, well, we can't make it to 2024. I don't really know that he is expecting us to make it to 2024, but... For the normies out there, you have to keep in mind that we're going to go through a point where it feels hopeless, and maybe this was just a step in the process to get there. Um, With him not coming in and saying, like, oh, you know, Joe Biden's a fraud, a fake election, blah, 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 Supreme Court overturned, like... I think that's what a lot of us were hoping to hear, but that's not what we got. We're going to work with what we got. We should be excited with what we got. Um, And he did make a few points about, like, taking back the House, about Nancy Pelosi no longer being the Speaker of the House, Um, just different wins that we've had from this midterm election, which some of you still may have mixed reviews about. But those are some good things that did come from it. So, um, obviously he had his kids there. He had his wife there. Melania was looking stunning as usual. I don't think that we've ever had a first lady who was quite as beautiful. Um, Oh, speaking of the whole Nancy Pelosi thing, though, he said something about, like, you know, oh, she's gone maybe to a whole different country. I feel like that was kind of an ode to Anon's uh, knowing about Gitmo and Guam and other places um, being used for tribunals because obviously Nancy Pelosi is quite crooked. He did also touch on what happened in uh, Poland, the G20 summit. Um, Biden said that he was tired, didn't make it through it, like, Maybe had some health issues. We don't know. He probably has dementia anyways, so it's fine. But um, definitely he made his comments on that, which were quite brilliant. There was 
a um, long-range missile that went 50 miles into Poland. Um, I don't know if there are fatalities or not. However, it did come from Russia. And there was proof that there was um, some U.S. military aircraft flying in the region for a while before. So some people look at it as, oh, well, they knew that the American planes were there. That's why they shot it there. I look at it as it was absolutely planned. Military, the U.S. military made sure that the coast was clear, hopefully no fatalities, like a good place for that missile to land to um, further the escalations of the optics of war before it was um, obviously released onto Poland. So that is going to escalate. It's a perfect time for the G20 leaders to be having um, talks about what's going on. Um, somebody even screenshotted and, and in quotes put, Mr. President, can you tell us what you know about the explosion in Poland? And he says, no. <laughs> Not very, very um, smart of a man, but it's fine. There was also uh, a secret U.S. Space Force unmanned aircraft that landed after being in orbit for two and a half years. So that was kind of cool. There was uh, planes that were flying reconnaissance around the entire state of Florida while this was going on with no call sign. So more proof that the military is actually in control. Keep in mind, they do have um, no-fly. It's a no-fly zone over Mar-a-Lago. So they would have had to have special permission to fly reconnaissance around there. Other than that, um, there's really not too, too much going on. I expect a lot of, um, escalation from a, a war side is, is what I'm trying to get at. I think that things are going to ramp up and to give us that, you know, Cuban Missile Crisis type event coming soon. Also, in the White House, they had a bunch of buses that were there, white buses. They kind of look like prison buses. And they had a lot of Marines out there as well. So, that's possible that there are a lot of um, tribunals happening, a lot of arrests being made. I heard that there was a lot of arrests made after the shootout on the 8th. And somebody that works in D.C., um, working the night shift so that there actually have been a lot of arrests happening at nighttime in D.C. So, kind of seems like some of these ends are being tied up, which is very pleasing to me personally. And we are seeing rolling blackouts, which is good. It means we're connecting onto Starlink. Um which is a step on the road to Nasara Jasara. So, as always, guys, you guys stay safe. Um, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. And you guys can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie.